Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Barbie? I am, because after all, we, we are, are the Watchers of Movies. special guest we do and i want to call her miss rivera instead of her (laughs) (laughs) miss rivera that's my alias that's that's my superhero name (laughs) oh I like that. Yeah, yeah, this is me chilling like the Peter same. Parker. Yeah. Chilling and then to the dance floor. <laughs> to the dance floor. Because we work together. Thank so Lauren, you. Lauren and your name is Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Anne Marie work together. Yes, 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 we do. Welcome to the show. Yes, Thank welcome. You so much exciting. For having me. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> be fun. You guys, I know, especially Barbie. Barbie has been my Everything since a child, yes. growing up, as I know. far as a yes. woman figure. So you know, yes, I, I even Barbie. have a Barbie picked out on Amazon that I want to buy. Oh yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Oh, she's a beautiful one too. She's oh like, my gosh, she's you so see? cute. Yes, <laughs> show okay. me. Um, so I love Barbie. She's got so legs cute. For days. She's I, uh, like this gorgeous black, <laughs> like model type. Uh, like I'm, I just like found her and I was like, oh my god. I love her so much. Oh, look at that! I know pose. she's fancy Ray and her outfit. Isn't she cute? Yeah, she, and her face <laughs> is like and poseable with sleek black hair, tall <laughs> body type, and metallic top. With they have a skirt. ton of collectibles. Look at that sassy look on her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a, they have a ton of collectibles like from the movie and stuff. Oh, cool. but they're expensive. They're like a hundred and seventy dollars. And I was like, I mean, I think it'd be kind of fun to have a Ken. Um, like a Ken figure, especially the one with the giant fluffy coat. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he looks like Ken, not Ryan Gosling, and that kind of is like the thing where I'm like, mm-hmm. if he looked like Ryan Gosling, I think that'd be hilarious. But the fact that he just looks like Ken, I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it, it's just it, like it's just not. It's not the same. You know right. what I mean? Because. So I was kind of disappointed by that. But I'm also not going to spend 167 dollars on a doll. So there's oh, that as well. What? Yeah, they're expensive. They're like in. They're like 150 plus. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know that. Sounds yeah. like you never saved all of your money when you were a young adult <laughs> to buy an American Girl doll. I, I, I did. I yeah. did. I, I was multiple. Them, I bought not, yeah. two. I got a Samantha doll for, of course. from my parents, and then when I was older, I bought a Felicity and a Girl of Today. I oh my god! I had the so, same dolls. Yeah. I had Felicity, Samantha, and a Girl of Today. Oh my yes. gosh! Look at that! Oh my god! Oh my god. We just something new about each other. Yeah. I actually think and I, I did know. I think we did share we that before. Yeah, I think so we probably funny. have. I wanted a Kirsten doll as well. My sister had that one, and uh, I actually love dolls. Not I not creepy. Too. Like I, one time I got really mad. There was a woman that I worked with, and she was like, "Dolls are creepy," and I just said, "Dolls aren't creepy." Full stop. <laughs> 
and I was just not open I think to any dolls can be creepy dolls but like yeah, yeah like in general some in generalized dolls have a creepy look yeah but dolls are not creepy no and that, I think that like annoys me almost as much as people who are like clowns are scary yeah <laughs> no offense it just no I don't like clowns but I had a cousin who did and it's so funny we went to and I'm fine like we're all in a haunted house what did you expect right <laughs> so yeah. we're in a haunted house and she has such a strong bless her heart rest her soul she passed away some years back but we go to this haunted house and we're just walking through and she's holding my elbow and she's like girl it's a clown it's a clown <laughs> out of nowhere this clown this clown set himself up though I'm sorry he got way too close and then screamed in her oh, face she clapped uh, him oh, wow. and started that's running fell that's on her face was bleeding oh I'm my like, gosh girl, oh my god <laughs> We oh gotta goodness. get out of here. It's <laughs> just a clown. Okay. I wouldn't like that. Like, it I was crazy. Like that. yeah. I'm like, it's just sorry, a that's clown. And she's like, it's not. She would freak out. I mean, birthday parties and everything. And she knew there was gonna be a clown. Oh she was not coming. All and right. she watched. Well, I take it back. She watched it though. When as a kid, oh, and yeah. I think that set it off. So I think it's just a mindset that people so. might have yeah. behind anything that they have a phobia or whatever towards. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like. I wouldn't say I like clowns. I don't want to spend time with them or really be around them. But I wouldn't say I'm afraid of them. But I definitely don't like them. Mm. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, she was like, I mean, I don't want it anywhere near. There's me. a clown. I read an article a couple of years ago that there's a clown shortage. <laughs> people people aren't choosing it as a career as much as they used to. Wow. So it's really it's about to become a thing of the past, I assume. You know, it's and probably because of that though too, because yeah. it came out again. Well, yeah, there yeah. was like all continuing those, this. I mean, also, I don't know, evil like, clown cycle. Probably, yeah, <laughs> there's probably not as much money in traveling circuses there was in the dust no, bowl. No, you know, no, now no. that kids have internet and video games. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah true um oh shit what was i gonna say i was gonna say something no i can't remember what were you gonna say oh i can't remember (laughs) it was something you had to do with mike does that to me sometimes where i'll be like oh i forgot and he'll go well what was it i don't know i just Um, told you i forgot i was gonna say aunt hilda in sabrina the teenage witch went to clowning college oh wow Nice. There clowning was like, college? So like, there's job. a college to learn how to clown? Yeah. I've heard that joke in multiple places, and it's beginning to start sound less and less like a joke and more of, like, well, serious. Oh, it's a joke. Oh, okay. Somewhere. I think it's a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It has to be. Like, do you have to go to college oh to be gosh. a clown? You know? Yeah, you have to get a bachelor of uh, <laughs> clowning. Bachelor of circus. <laughs> Bachelor of Circus. Yeah. Oh man. Circuitry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There's oh, all kinds yeah. of majors. You can be the ringleader, the yeah. lion tamer, yeah. trapeze artist, yeah. the elephant handler, clown, yep. ticket taker. You know a lot about circuses. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where I tell you that I was born on the circus <laughs> were you yeah. oh on, yeah uh-huh. on a train you look very very Thanks. normal <laughs> i know these are I'm, I'm, yeah <laughs> I, uh, I really defied. I really defied my parents you. and became a well-adjusted member of society instead of a carny. <laughs> you know, and Good that's you. your superpower yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are, there a bunch of Peter Parkers. Right, that's right. bunch of Peter Parkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have superpowers. <laughs> oh, Lauren, I had to tell you. So mm-hmm. last week, 
uh-huh. the episode, we talked about Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And Mike and I went to Chicago this past weekend, and it was on TV, and I said, I have to watch the beginning of this because I don't remember it. It's so stinking depressing. It is. Like, oh. Sally Field is, like, she's, like, divorcing him at the child's birthday party, yeah. basically. And yeah. I'm like, this movie sucks. <laughs> you know anyway, what? Anyway, we didn't finish it. I did not think about that back then. But it really was. Yeah. yeah. It was harsh. Yeah. And that, the fact that he had to dress up and go through everything <laughs> he did just to see his kids. Yeah. It's hard to get a regular man in real life to come see him for an hour. <laughs> this man put himself through some mess. Yeah. I do remember that. That was kind of sad. Yeah. That there was, was like a hard whole ongoing joke in Arrested Development where Tobias like oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Featherbottom. <laughs> Mrs. Featherbottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we didn't watch all of it. I just wanted to see the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, it's sorry. depressing. It's depressing. No, it's I've, seen, I've seen it before. Okay, but, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 We yeah, are so not crazy. a we are not a spoiler free podcast, yeah, that's so true. we're uh, spoil it. So speaking of, <laughs> <Stout Fire's like laughs> I know, years I know, it's that's it's like whatever. Yeah. Um. So I watched Teristas the other day, the like torture movie. porn film. Oh, it's a je- I can't wait for you to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually Please go awesome. into detail. No, it wasn't it wasn't really it wasn't really gory. I mean there was there was certain like body horror, but it really like I I've seen way worse and I was like, meh, this is as far as like things Lauren go, this is, is like eh. li- yeah, I mean that's pretty accurate. But um <clears throat> <laughs> You're right. I do clear my throat a lot. Um, Don't feel self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to do uh, this yeah. every time you do it. You are okay. I'll just right. count. I'll just make. A You're going to make. Tally. But it's with Josh Dumal and Olivia oh, really? Wilde and um, Melissa George. Yeah, and it was oh, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't like the best thing ever. But I was kind of like afterward, I was like, all right, I enjoyed what year that. Did somewhat. that movie come out? Like 2003, I think. Oh, so it's pretty old. Okay, yeah. Sense. I was like Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Yeah, they played brother and sister, so it was interesting. But it wasn't it was nothing special. But it was kind of like one of those things where I'd heard a lot about it, and I finally like I saw it on like Hulu, and I was like, why not? And so I turned you didn't it on. Watch game night? No, I haven't watched Game Night yet. Oh, I need to game though. Night. Game Night's funny. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to watch it. I you didn't do. expect it to be so dramatic and funny. I know. And yeah. It's- it and now really I'm just sitting here alone, not having watched yeah. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just talk about how fun it is. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I hadn't heard of, what is it, Teristas? Teristas, yeah. I hadn't. I hadn't. Yeah. That's the first time It's, ever it's a, been a while. I mean, I kind of was like, yeah, I kept. That's the year I graduated high school. Yeah, it's. 2003. Uh, mm. It was 2005. I'm the youngest person here. Mm. <laughs> I was bragging camp. It's really great. <laughs> bragging camp. We're I going horse riding next week. <laughs> she, whenever she says it, I always say that back. I'm like, we're going horse riding next week. <laughs> and I had a four-year-old back then, so. Really? No. Oh, yeah, man. that no definitely movies. wouldn't have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. I mean, it was, it's nothing. I tried, but. It's nothing special. <laughs> you're not going to, like, you're not missing out on anything. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um. So, have you to any seen anything recently? That you want to talk about? You know what? I've watched. I don't know if you guys. I'm probably sure you guys have never watched this one before, but it's an old movie made in the '80s that I cannot stop watching lately. It's called Salsa. 
No, no I've never, I've never heard and of it. Yeah. It, it okay. is based. It, it looks like you know what they don't even. I don't even think they talk about where it's set, but it is a whole bunch of Puerto Ricans, and I'm Puerto Rican. So salsa is about this young guy who has this dream about traveling to Puerto Rico. His father passed away, and he wants to get to Puerto Rico. And his way of getting there is da 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 dancing. <laughs> So there's like this big old contest and he has to try to clear the dance floor, but there's all this drama in between and um, he has this love interest, but then um, in the movie they say like she's not the best of dancers, so this other lady comes in and it, it's just, I don't know, it just gives you this vibe of like, oh, you know, the beauty of dancing and how romantic it is and how it is hard that, you know, sometimes when you're dancing with people, it could be easy to have feelings and stuff. But yeah. just the whole Puerto Rico thing, too. And it just gets me excited about dancing. So I've been into that a lot. Like, That's cool. I like dancing. Yeah, movies. me too. I feel I like love when, this it, one. when there's like a movie, a dancing movie, I feel like, you know, you're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, like center stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um. Uh, what's the one? Silver Linings Playbook had like a dancing. Oh yeah, that's I right. I forgot that. about that. Okay. I never saw that one. There's a movie called What's it called? With Richard Gere. Shall we dance? Shall we dance? Yep. That was cute. And I think that's, that's actually based on a an remake. Australian movie, right? I think it's a Japanese Japanese film. movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Strictly Ballroom. What am I? Strictly Ballroom of? is Australian. Is that a different movie? Yeah, okay. that's a different yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. So Shall We Dance is with Richard Gere and Jennifer Lopez. And I think it was a remake of a Japanese film. Okay, and then Strictly right. Ballroom is the Australian one. I yeah. see. And when then is so. Shall We Dance? And that's Baz Luhrmann. I haven't. I thought I hadn't missed a J-Lo movie. Shall We Dance was maybe like, it might have been the early 2000s. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. again. Yeah, well, if that yeah. was when yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stri- Strictly Ballroom um, was directed by Baz Luhrmann. That's right. Yeah. I knew mm. that. He was... did Moulin Rouge and uh, The Great Gatsby with Leonardo oh, DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Great he, do, he did one recently. I kept confusing. I kept thinking that he did Babylon, but that was Damien Chazelle. Um, but well, I he didn't he did, do one um, recently? He did do one recently, and now I'm blanking <sighs> I have on to which look it one up. it was. I have Let to look think. it up. Let me think for a second. Hmm. I saw... Oh, uh, nope. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Um. Let's see. Elvis. That's what. Oh he yeah, did. that was yeah. really. That was good. I haven't seen that one. That was one. good. Uh, maybe the worst Tom Hanks role I've ever seen, but the rest of the movie was good. <laughs> yeah, like take Tom Hanks out of it, and the movie would be really. That's really too great. bad because Tom Hanks is usually like such a classic, you know. But whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, everyone, yeah. everyone makes a dud. Well, <laughs> very true. Very At true. At some point yeah. or another. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, so I kept confusing like Damien Chazelle with uh, which yeah, I mean, I could kind of see why I did that. I would think I think Babylon kind of has a similar vibe to some of Baz Luhrmann's movies. Well, I think we said in the episode, or at least I did, that it felt like a X-rated Baz Luhrmann movie. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure, with yeah. like way more like bodily fluids than I could have ever wanted. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh my god, there was like a scene of an elephant just like talk about it, though. pooping on some guy and I was like, oh my god. People okay. can just listen to our episode. <laughs> if they want to hear. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Sam, what about you? Anything new? Uh, well, Mike and I went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we went to a baseball game and that was fun. Oh, and they Chicago. won. They right? won 10 to yes. 0. Who'd you go see? The Tiger, Tigers 
versus the White Sox. Okay. And White uh, Sox. they won ten to zero, so that was exciting. Tigers won ten to zero. And that was exciting. That's and, a huge uh, win. Oh is. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Imagine sitting in the uh, uh, other team's stadium and just watching your team. Play. Oh yeah. It feels pretty good. <laughs> I have to do. I do have to talk about um, a movie that I would recommend. Cruella. Have either of you seen Cruella? I have not yes. seen it. Oh it's so my good. Goodness. It's so I watched good. it more than ten times. My kids come really? upstairs wow. and they're like, Mom, Cruella again? Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Again. The soundtrack I is amazing. It. It's so it's really good. I saw the movie. I'm, I'm surprised. I think yeah. I put it on my yeah. list. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, I think next I put it on week, my list. Next week Lauren will be like, No, it's on Disney Plus. But next oh, week Lauren I, will I be like, that. I watched this horror movie <laughs> that was crappy. And I'll be like, Why didn't you watch Cruella? No, um, Still, it's it's really good. And like some it people like watch this movie, and I'll be like, like ten months later, I'm like, I finally finished it, and they're like, Oh, yeah. okay, great, and I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> and you know what? I wasn't gonna watch Cruella either, to be honest. Like, I was just like super turned off. Like, oh my gosh, why are they, you know, glorifying this villainous, you know, Cruella? And my seventeen year old, who I told you guys, like, he has all this knowledge too with movies and stuff. I trust his judgment all my kids too are really good about it but this one right here he just comes and he lets me know what's going on and he was like mom cruella it was really good yeah i, I should went see and watched it. it and it's like fun. Oh, it's really okay fun. it's worth a shot like he yeah and yeah. i don't regret it and i watch it um now i want to watch it again when yeah I get home. <laughs> it's got it's such it's a good soundtrack 60s i i saw the movie last night in soho uh, and Cruella had the soundtrack and the vibe that I wanted Last Night in Soho to have. They're diff- totally different. Like, Last Night in Soho is not mm. a kid's Wait, movie. Wait, um, what is that one? Who's that? Is Ed- that Anya Taylor-Joy? That's Edgar Wright, yeah. Oh, I mm-hmm. like Edgar Wright. Anyway, and that's a good movie. It's fine. But when I was watching Cruella, I was like, this is the 60s London vibe that a movie should have. It's so good. And mm. I love Emma Stone, so I'm... And it's legit. It's legit. Emma, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did really good. Mm-hmm. She did yeah. really good with that one. I'm going to have to see it. Yes, you are. I want to hear about it tomorrow. I think I did want to see it. I want to hear you tomorrow. After we're done, you must watch it. I think it's (laughs) like two and a half hours. It's pretty long. Yeah. But you don't notice it. (laughs) I mean, I'm always up late. It's one of those where you're just like, oh my gosh, what's next? Yeah. I'm always up late anyway, so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, do you guys want to talk about the movie? I'll start up. All right. Okay. Do you want to give a synopsis or shall I? I think you should. Okay. So, um, this movie, <laughs> Barbie, is um, a stereotypical Barbie wakes up one day after having these thoughts of um, death and is suddenly, like, not quite as dollish as she originally was. Like, she's got bad breath and she is, like, stuff that is in her house is, like, rotting. And um, it's, like, you know, and things are not are not cool. So she figures out that she has to go to the real world in order to find the girl who is playing with her in order to, like, basically right the wrong so she's, like, normal again. And it's pretty much a very female-empowered movie, and it was fun. <laughs> so what'd you guys think of the movie? You can go first, Anne-Marie. What'd you think of the movie? Oh, my gosh. So, to be honest, I thought, and I really didn't care, but I thought it was going to be cheesy 
but I didn't care. I was still going to go see it with a smile on my face because I've always been that Barbie fan. So I was expecting, just like everybody else, for it to be this cheesy movie and, oh, Barbie's world is so fantastic. And so I just wanted to go see it just for fun. And when my son also said that he wanted to go see it. And I was surprised. And it did bring me to tears. Um, I got really emotional on several parts, but I think the one that hit me the most was where it kind of felt like Barbie grew up. Yeah. It almost yeah. felt like Barbie grew up and it, it took me to a place where it was like, wow, I'm, I'm Barbie. Yeah. I'm a woman. Right. This is, this is deep. Like when, um, when there was that part where the mother was doing the drawings mm-hmm. and being a mother myself and growing up, I didn't think about all those things. It was just Barbie and I was almost living vicariously through it just because I was a thicker girl growing up in my family and I got teased and picked on a lot and vicariously it was like, well, Barbie's cute. And then it it gave me a healthy sense of women where I wasn't, I wasn't jealous. It was like I would see a beautiful woman and I would know and I would look like I would look at my Barbies like, oh, my gosh, she's so amazing. She's so wonderful. One day I'm going to be like that or something. You know, it just gave me like a sense of dreaming. So in the movie, when the mother was drawing the pictures of um, these Barbies with cellulite, Barbie that was having all these life issues that we deal with, it was like, wow. And then they were feeling it in that whole Barbie world. And that's what started to crumble Barbie world. Right. And I don't know if you guys have noticed now, but Barbies, they come in different shapes, colors, and sizes. Where I even have seen Barbies that have no hair and it's like the cancer patient Barbie. Right. And I love that. Me too. I love that shape, that that the new shape that Barbie had has taken. So watching that, just it just hit. It just really hit. And then seeing that we all grow in a different direction. We all grow like even now where I'm not the little girl that I was and I kind of feel like I am in my own Barbie world. I've had people tell me like, oh, you're you're in such a la la land. And it's like, no, I'm just happy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you being know, happy. Thank yeah. you. And yeah. when Barbie came we back, be happy, yeah, you know? exactly. So when Barbie came right to the real world, and she's in her pink. Remember when she went to the girls, and they're just like, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" And she's just like, "Hi, I just want to make you happy, and I just want to." And they're like, and she kind of left with her heart broken. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I I face people like that on a daily basis literally on a daily basis where I have to watch myself and I have to guard myself. I don't like that I get guarded, but sometimes it's like, oh, they're not they're not ready for you. They're going through something. Yeah. Where the girl was going through something. Right. You know, so it opened Barbie's eyes too, where it's like, oh, everybody's not happy. So I don't know, I, I just connected on a lot of levels with, with that kind of stuff and it really struck a chord and it it yeah, my emotions started to flow in there and I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I really want my mom to go see this movie with me. Because yeah. as I was watching it, I was like, I would really have loved my mom to see this movie with me. Because there was like the whole mother-daughter component yeah. to it. And so I didn't, I didn't, I got a little emotional. I didn't cry. Not the way I cried at like Oppenheimer because I really bawled at that movie. <laughs> like I was sobbing. Um, but it, it was so cute. I loved it. It was so cute. Like it yeah. was, I, I went in expecting to like it and it like exceeded my expectations and yeah. i was like fuck yes i love that <laughs> i love when a movie does that you know so yes. and i love margot robbie so much like i mm-hmm. listen i will follow that girl's career until like the end the end like because i think she's fantastic mm-hmm. i i really like her movies i love her as an actress and i want to keep watching her make movies you know yeah. she's she's awesome so yeah, yeah she definitely smashed that role i yeah. love how yeah she came full force barbie and every sense of the word her actions her walking her talk like, it was just so spot on yeah. yeah i didn't even know she had an accent yeah australian and he, yeah. oh my gosh like yeah. she's amazing she mm-hmm. is she, she really is. is there's a scene at the end of the movie when she's sort of like giving up and and she sits down with like her legs out straight like a Barbie would and then just tips over <laughs> yes, sideways yes. just like a Barbie would like that's stuck amazing it. yeah it's like like stuck that's a doll it. that's a yes, doll that and then is she a doll. rolled over like like a plank she rolled over <laughs> yes. on, with her face on the ground and I was just like geez you can't you can't fake that sort of talent. It's good. Oh, my it's God. Good. Yeah. It's good. Making me want to see it again. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. So what did you think? I liked it. I loved it. I love Barbie. I've loved Barbie my whole life. I had... It was so hard. I saw it with Mike, and it was so hard to not be like, I have that. I have that. I have that. (laughs) I had so many Barbie things. I had the Barbie Jeep, the Barbie Corvette, the Barbie surfboard, the Barbie horse. I had a Barbie house. I saw the Barbie house that I had briefly. I had... Did you get a little excited? Because I would have been like... Oh my gosh. I love Barbie. (laughs) I have always loved Barbie. I... Um, I still sometimes at the grocery store I'll go down the Barbie aisle just to, to see <laughs> yes. what, what she's up to. Still, you know? yeah. what she's up to. lately? Yeah, and I just it's been I, a long time. I, I love I love Barbie, and this was oh, my man. one of my this is my top this one in Oppenheimer were my top movies of the summer that I was looking mm. forward to, and this yeah, one did sure, not yeah. disappoint. It was way deeper than I anticipated, yeah, like you said, absolutely. and I and I think it's it's so good and. I love Ryan Gosling. I think everything he does is so good. He's so good at like face acting. Yeah, he, and he's he really so is. talented. Like that scene when he joins, he goes out on the dance floor and he's just like trying, like I'll try this on, and then he's like just <laughs> dancing. I just he's so funny, and uh, him and Margot Robbie are so talented, and they did so well, and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the production design of this movie is amazing because anyone who's played with Barbies has seen the refrigerator that you open up and it's just like a picture of stuff <laughs> yes, in the refrigerator. It's just a big sticker. Yeah, and <laughs> she goes down the, the slide at the beginning and just lands on top of the pool. The water, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just it's the production design in this movie is it was top very notch. clever, it's so good, very yes. clever, and yes. uh, and I just and also I. I was going to make a joke and say I felt like Lauren because it also made me cry in the theater like a lot. I was I was crying so much during um, the scene when she was at the the cafeteria 
and they sort of like rejected her. I was yes. like, don't reject Barbie. <laughs> and then when America Ferreira gave that monologue about like yes. just how hard it is to be a woman, like you got to be pretty, but not too pretty, and you can't be obsessed with this, that and you can't. And I and I, I thought that that was just like so, so well spoken, and I think that. There's a lot of backlash from like really conservative men about this movie, well, and I think, there is, and I th- and that and it makes me so angry because I'm like, for once, this isn't about you. It's yes! not about oh my God! you, yes! and and it just I think they're just like totally missing it, and and mm-hmm. and, and like Mike and I sort of hate watched um, what's his name Ben Shapiro. I think his name is Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah, he oh, made the guy this- who is like. Uh, terrified of getting his wife's like pussy wet or whatever, or like oh, the- I have no idea what <laughs> did that he is. Say, like, did- I don't know. You're asking me a no, question. Uh, I don't know. Was, the there was to. A, there was like a whole like so so sorry about the vulgarity, but there was um WAP what has pussy by um Nicki Minaj oh, wow. right. What? No, Cardi Wap. B Wap. Wap. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cardi B okay mm-hmm. yeah he was like um the f- he said something like that's um. What was it like liberal bullshit? And I was like, okay, so that's a you know long way of saying I've never made my wife have an orgasm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you can, you should watch you should watch his review of Barbie. No, I'm not. Rec- I actually oh, don't want to give him. No, I, I don't want to give him too much. I don't want to give him too much attention. But I do want to say it's I so weird. Hate to call you by your first name, I'm like Mr. Bear. I'm about to say Amory, and I'm like it's so weird. But Shh, Mr. Bear is like. Name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By my superhero name, girl. That's my alias. (laughs) No, but I love what you said about the men thing and how it's not about them Mm -hmm. and how some men are not getting it. Like, this is a beautiful film that if you really want to know and if you really want to hear out a woman, if you really care, have ever cared about a woman and even want to have a healthy relationship someday, maybe take some notes from this movie. Yeah. Because it's everything that we go through when we have to be pretty but not too pretty that we intimidate other women or other people. When we have to, you know, if we're thin, we're too thin. If we're big, we're too big. If we're smart, we're too smart. We have to water ourselves down if we're too successful. If we're, I mean, it's always, we always have to, balance out a room or balance everybody else's feelings out and it's yeah. just not fair well and it's exhausting it's like it no is. one can do that because it's it were you know i mean what what was her uh, america Ferrera's character it is and it's not just that we're asking Gloria. you to change the world for us but just have some compassion that right when we when we had a rough day or even if we're walking around with a smile a smile on our face like i had told some people at work like no you know i was taught to not look like what you're going through and that's hard and i know i'm not the only yeah. woman that believes that like sometimes you just I have mean, to you show see me up sometimes at work like you're like mm-hmm. are you okay and i'm like you like you're the yeah. only one that can like but see I, because i, I can yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and i love that i love that it's a gift and i don't judge anybody when i notice that they're struggling and but for when it comes comes to women because i know that struggle i tend to notice that struggle it's just something that you just can't miss right when you know you know some people are afraid to um to face i guess i could say like face it or know what somebody else is going through because they're not gonna know maybe they're afraid to not know how to handle it but 
that was another reason why I love this movie was because Barbie didn't know how to talk to those girls. Right. Barbie didn't know how to come through and she wanted to be there and she knew she was coming back because something was wrong in the system, right? That's why her world was falling apart. Something's wrong. But she didn't know how to talk to that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of women who walk around and do that on a daily basis. So they won't catch it. They might know, but they're just going to avoid it because I don't know if you're going to chew me out. I don't know how to talk to your feelings and your emotions. Yeah. And she was going through that same effect in this movie with those girls and with everybody else that she was having to encounter and i love that she ended up finding out how to do it and really it was just being herself yeah at the end when when they asked her like for her to make that choice you know and she chose her and it seemed to go well for her so yeah i have i have some thoughts about um men being offended by this first of all i can uh, immediately see why i'm not yeah. saying i agree with it i'm right. just saying i can see why um And I think the thing is that men for so long have seen other men in these positions of power. They're like, Mm. like strong, they're sexy, they're whatever, you know, you've like got your Sylvester Stallones and Arnold Schwarzeneggers and you have all these like powerful, strong, you know, men who are like saving the women. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your Will Ferrells, your Will Ferrells of the world. Um, world, And, and now they're they are see they are so used to having that they're so used to having that in media and now all of a sudden the script has changed and they're seeing women in these same positions that they were originally in and it's terrifying mm-hmm. because it's really scary to lose power i'm not agreeing i'm not saying like oh you should like oppress women or anything because what the fuck is wrong with you like we're all human you know um but i think that that's my theory is that it's 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 difficult for like men who i don't know can't make their wives orgasm just off the top of my head i just you know randomly thought of that um (laughs) i think it's women are just coming up in general like if you look even like I, I like music, obviously, mm-hmm. for the job and everything that I do and the, and the businesses that I have. Like, music is such a forefront. Music has changed so much. Yeah. And back when I was coming up, hip-hop was always huge. Mm-hmm. But a girl to get on a hip-hop track and start talking vulgar, as vulgar as the men were talking, was like, ew. You know, a lot of people would look down on that, like, ew, what is wrong with her? Like... Well, women are sexual beings, too. Yeah. Maybe they were saying it the right way. Maybe they were not. But if they're coming up in the industry together with men, they're going to take on your language. So now women are learning to do things as men, I feel like, because a lot of men are trying to... I don't want to say keep a foot on their neck, but I feel like some women have just felt oppressed for so long. And like, I got to wait for you to feed me. I got to wait for you to take care of me. I got to wait for you to be here for our kids. Where now they're just like, I could do what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah. men are threatened by that. Yeah. And at this point, you know, they think it, that it's a war. But I feel like it's more of, a, of women just crying out. Uh, and they I don't mean, see I, it that way, though. I think, Some don't. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that... I think to be a real man... <laughs> I kind of feel weird saying this, but to be a real man is to accept and love womankind 
just the same you would as man men you know mm-hmm. and um to not you know be offended by a woman in power and a woman in a situation where traditionally a man was in power you know mm-hmm. it's like if if you're having an issue with a woman being in the same position that a man is then maybe you need to look at your own values and question them because why does that bother you you know like what this shouldn't bother you because we're all human and if the only thing that is like stopping you from accepting this is that a woman's genitals or whatever are different than yours maybe like i don't know grow up (laughs) like welcome to the fucking world you know what Mm. i mean like you can't don't get offended by someone being like hey you know what i've been oppressed for a really fucking long time and i'm really tired of it and i want to share my experience and i want to help other women in a similar position that i am in and if like if you're a man that cannot handle that i don't know what to tell you but like welcome to the 21st century bro because you gotta like Well, I think something I really liked about the movie is at the beginning, like the little homage to 2001, where the little girls are playing Housewives, and Helen Mirren is doing the voiceover, where she's like, for centuries, girls have played with dolls, and it shows little girls with baby dolls with cribs and little tea sets, and then they're like, they have like a little fake ironing board and a little fake kitchen, which I had stuff like that growing up, too, and she's like... And all they aspired to be was a housewife. Yeah. And that's true because societally, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, I'm just saying predominantly all through the centuries, mm-hmm. women were the house, you know, like kept the house, men made the money. And women raised the kids, men brought home the money. And, you know, and that's how it was. And then when Barbie was there, like the obelisk, and they're like, Finally, here's a doll where women can aspire to actually be just women. Yeah. And you can just have dreams. You can be an astronaut. You can be a teacher. You can be a doctor. You can be a mother. You can be a housewife if you want. But you have so many. The whole world is open to us. And finally, here's a doll where we didn't have to play mother. Like, we could be a woman. You know? And And I really, really, really liked that. I thought that was a really creative beginning. I was not expecting it. And I just, I don't know. It's just like the little girls and they're like using the dolls to like smash the I did that little kid blonde girl. I was like, yeah. yeah. And, and I just, I don't know. I really, really like that. And I really liked um, how the Lizzo song, the pink song changed. Like in the beginning of the movie, she's like all happy. And then when things aren't going right, the song changed. Like the lyrics of the song changed. Like yeah, so I creative. I thought I that just, was creative too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you... It's 2001 Space Odyssey. I wasn't sure if you under, you, you knew what she was referring to. That's no. what she was referring to. Okay. It's 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a movie by Stanley Kubrick that came out in like the 60s. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, at the beginning, it. it's... Well, here's my uh, advice. You don't got to. That's what I've heard. I've never bothered. It's interesting for what it is, but it's not... In my mind, I may get a lot of flack for this. It's not a must-see. It's it's kind of nebulous, and it's a little bit boring. And, I've heard that multiple places. But at the beginning, <laughs> it's, like, it's like talking about like the, the evolution where it's like showing like um, monkeys just like banging tools around, and then there's uh. this, and then they, you know, it sort of like shows 
humans in space after that it's a whole it's a whole like allegory anyway and so that was the beginning of barbie was like the allegory of yeah i just i wasn't sure if you knew like what we were women, refer- what you know but I, to- I i hear the connection yeah, i definitely yeah. hear the connection um yeah. but yeah going to where like men and and how some may tend to view women i honestly and having three men myself and they're beautiful boys um, and their point of view is so different from all the other men or a lot of other men out there. But anyways, Ken, the way Ken was in that movie, he didn't know the real world. And I feel like a lot of men, I, I got to give them some, some compassion and some understanding because they're not born that way. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not born that way. This is yeah. something that is taught. Just like women are being taught, we're given a baby doll like as soon as we're born. We're given little dolls. We're given all these house tools and cookings and kitchens. And, you know, we're given all those kind of things. And then what are the boys given? The boys, my boys had cars. My boys had um, their tools. My boys had their, you know, all these other things. G.I. Joe's. So there was war. There was cars. Men love cars. I mean, I mean, they, they get into these things where it's like a woman wasn't taught at a young age to get into. And so I guess giving them some flack and some stretch, like even Ken in this movie, when he's there in Barbie world, like he just wanted to be there as a, as a support for Barbie. He wanted to right. hang out with her like he was down with whatever she wanted to do. And those are some good men like she never told him you can't do what you want to do she actually tried to help him find himself in the movie and i love that but when he came into the real world a lot of what he saw was like oh i'm this i'm that i can do this i can do that and then he was taught a certain way right so i think that when it comes to men and society and how they compare themselves to women i think it's what they've been hanging around what they've been taught and and how they've been conditioned i feel like it's so much of a of a condition it's not they just no i i agree i think it's a society Mm -hmm. thing society doesn't help teaching equality you know it's especially like historically Mm -hmm. we just i mean there's just been such a lack of equality really women only got you know their like equal rights within the past hundred years i mean it's crazy you know so it's Mm -hmm. like um yeah um i wanted to say before i forget yeah (laughs) so i have the little easter eggs so first of all chris evans brothers in this Scott Evans. I thought that was kind really? of funny. <laughs> yes. Who did he play? He played one of the Kens. Ah. And um, the guy who was in the cubicle, Aaron, I think was his character's name, he was in the show Sex Education. So was one of the Barbies, and so was one of the other Kens. And the Ken and Aaron, those characters were actually lovers in Sex Education. So I was like, oh yes. my god! <laughs> Like, Here you I are love putting that little nuggets I together. Was like, I was like getting really excited. <laughs> well, because Aaron That's looked cool. familiar to me, and so did the Ken, but not like. And I knew, I knew the actress for Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like I've known who she is. I'm a Mackie, um, but. I was like, why does Aaron look familiar? And so I looked it up, I looked it up, and I was like, oh, he's in sex education. I love his character. His character is very, very complex and very flawed and really well written. So um, if anyone is curious about that show, I would highly recommend it. It is an excellent show. 
So anyway, I was just excited about that because I was like, yeah. I was like three different people in the store in Barbie. Oh my god, <laughs> and Scott Evans, Chris Evans' brother, which is also kind of fun. That is he's really interesting. A yeah, he's a brother and a sister, I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um. That's it. <laughs> I was very excited over that. Um. <laughs> I have to say, so this is kind of going forward, but the song that the Kens were singing, I Want to Push You Around by Matchbox 20. It's just called Push. Push. It's called Push. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, made me feel like they didn't really understand or comprehend the meaning behind the lyrics or the implication of the lyrics. Like, did you guys kind of pick up on that? I didn't really think about it. I just thought it was, I thought it was hilarious because it's like such a, that song only belongs in the 90s. <laughs> if you played it for anyone who lived in the 90s, they know that song. And what it's so like, it's it's now. so like alternative. There's no it's like business in 2020. Alternative, uh, like just pit, like like male pissy drama. And I listen. I love Matchbox 20. My sixth grade self right now would be so ecstatic that matchbox 20 was in a movie in 2023 i have no problem i'm not trying to like call them pissy i'm just saying like i think that they chose the perfect right song because it's such like a i'm a it's 1996 and i feel bad about myself and it's, you know and i think it's awesome and you know what something that i really love about the movie is that so so I love when she's driving and the Indigo Girls is playing, yes, but then because Ken, <laughs> because Ken is like, you know, taking over, the song turns to the the chorus of Push, mm. and in my head I started laughing because I'm like, of course, of course it's this song, and then, and then later when Ken's like, I want to play you something on my guitar, I think the movie, like, I think that this is so talented, and it's, I think people. People like to like prematurely give the joke away, and this movie did not. And I got it because, like I said, I love that song. But he started at the beginning of the song and just sang the first verse, got through it, got to the chorus. So, like, if you didn't know, if you were somebody who was like born in 2008, for example, you might not know what song he's singing. And then he gets to the chorus and it's push, and I was dying laughing. I think it's like. The patience and the talent it takes to let, like, just let that whole, like, the verse breathe, I think is so funny. And I really loved it. And then I saw a TikTok, um, and I don't know if this is true or not. I tend to be very skeptical about people saying things online. But it was a girl who said, I had no idea this was a real, she was, like, probably, like, 16. She's like, I didn't know this was a real song. I thought it was made for the movie. And I was like... Oh, I can see that. Though. I can anyway, see that. <laughs> so I just think I just think it's so funny because I think Greta Gerwig, uh, and I feel like, like I don't know when I watch her movies, I I feel like her and I had a very similar. I I just I just feel like we have this like vibe thing where we're both like these '90s kids. We grew up with Little Women, you know, the mother daughter relationship in Lady Bird. Now we've got Barbie. I just feel like like that music was probably a big part of her <laughs> growing up as well. And I yeah. just I really think she's so talented and she she has she's very multi leveled and, and I and I can't tip my cap enough to like some of the things that, that are in this movie that I know. I'm just like, girl, you and I we were probably in sixth grade around the same time. Yeah. You know, I, so am I probably, just yeah. I just really I really think it was it was it was a good choice. It, I recognized it. 
like I started recognizing it and I was like, oh, I know the song. I know I know the song. And then it was like as soon as the the uh, the chorus said, I was like, yep, okay, <laughs> yep. And now that you mentioned that, like the words, is that kind of like, because it doesn't push you around, is that kind of like violent? <laughs> It's like, like, is is like a little little he lost interest in the patriarchy when he realized it wasn't really about horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Because you, there's like horses everywhere. everywhere, and then he's like, he's like, oh, the patriarchy really isn't about horses. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not into it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was. Um, oh, what is sticking to my mouth? And um. Brewski beer. I'm gonna have some brewski beer. <laughs> brewski beer. <laughs> he pretty much brought everything he saw in the real world just yeah. over, and it the that was so significant too that like he didn't even understand it, but he got a whiff of something and he tried to bring it into his own home, and I feel like that's where a lot of men. That was another connection that I made. Is like a lot of men mess up their house trying to do that yeah you saw something outside of your house that didn't align with your house you want to bring it home and you're just tearing your family apart well and, so it, that was and it's also it's also like kind of a lack of real understanding as mm-hmm. to what you're bringing into your home exactly. and that's that's exactly what he meant when he said oh i thought it was about horses i realized mm-hmm. it wasn't it's like you're you're bringing something into your home that you just don't quite understand yeah. and there's so many levels and so much nuance to it that you, you're not going to get like like a quick dirty lesson and understand it in 20 minutes you know mm-hmm. what i mean this is going to be like something that's going to take a while to comprehend and how you know terrible patriarchies have been to women over the years you know mm-hmm. um but i also want to talk about the discontinued dolls like just kind of cracked me up like the whole pregnant midge and they're like oh, showing her yes. and then they're like oh no we shouldn't show her <laughs> like so they're like doing, uh, even will ferrell was like ah! <laughs> when he saw i know and, i was so uh, excited yeah. i got a midge doll i didn't get the pregnant midge but i got the wedding midge because midge had like a wedding story you know yeah. and uh, i was so excited to get a midge doll because she had red hair and midge yes. was like midge was like my prized barbie possession because no other barbies had red hair oh okay and, uh, I was funny. really disappointed that Jazzy. Does anybody know Jazzy? Barbie's best friend. Jazzy wasn't in. I was waiting I for Jazzy because Jazzy. Jazzy's oh, like. Yeah. So Barbie's always the main character, so she's always beautiful, and Jazzy is basically the funny-looking best friend doll <laughs> who's like feet didn't fit in high heels. And she was kind of like awkward, but I had a Jazzy doll as well, and I was like, I can't believe they didn't put Jazzy in. Oh um, no, I yeah. I don't I wasn't really into Barbies as a kid. Um, I babysat for a girl when I was like 21 who had a ton of Barbies, and my only goal was to dress them up in the sluttiest outfit I could possibly find. <laughs> it was not difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved dressing them up. So we just sit. Her name was Reagan, or is Reagan. Um, and we would just sit and like put 
dolls, the clothes on the dolls, and I was always like, I'm gonna dress them up in the sluttiest thing I can find, and it's always like, okay, yeah, I'm done, and like, there you go, and like, <laughs> just, yeah. but yeah, so I, as a kid, I wasn't really into them. Um, Barbies really didn't come into my life until probably like maybe like right before puberty, like 10, 11, you know, mm-hmm. so it wasn't, they weren't really part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, Yes, but like no at the same time. You you know what I mean. Yeah, you, you know I, mean. I had a lot of friends and like a lot of people that I knew at the time like kind of reject it. And even a friend as I got older who had a kid and I got her some Barbies and she said I don't let my daughter play with Barbies. You know, thank you for the gift and everything. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. You know, that's fine. I didn't even ask questions, but she can tell by my face I was like confused. And she said, I just don't think that it's an image that any little girl should have to try to live up to. And she got really deep with it. And I was like, oh, I said I feel the opposite though. Like I would, I didn't look like Barbie. I didn't anything, but. I always admired how Barbie had her own thing going on. She was a career woman. She had friends. She had, you know, I didn't always look at it, the looks, but I thought she was also beautiful. You know, don't get me wrong. Like, I know that that was one huge thing about Barbie, but she also had a whole bunch of things that a woman could be anything. Like, she had a whole bunch to show that. She can have her own house. She can have her own car. She can have the man. She can have the friends. Like, it was just a picture of, like, oh, that's cool. She can be a doctor. She can be a pilot. Where a lot of women, and a lot they weren't allowed to take on a lot of careers like that, you know, wanting to be home and wanting them to be with kids. And, you know, she wasn't that person. So... Um, we had that conversation, but she still, she stuck to her guns and she's like, yeah, I don't want my daughter thinking that she has to look like a Barbie. So like understanding, like not a lot of girls got to play with them or not a lot of girls chose to play with them or whatever. Like I, I completely understand that. And I know a lot of people have their differences and their preferences, but being young, I thought everybody like yeah her. <laughs> i think it was so different i liked like, how rhea perlman as ruth uh rhea perlman played ruth the inventor of barbie basically and at the end of the movie she sort of called attention to that to the things that people to say about barbie and she's like you know look at me i'm five foot tall and i almost went to prison for what like tax evasion like she's <laughs> obviously not like barbie mm-hmm. and i think i think there is because i never felt pressure to look like barbie and mm-hmm. i i didn't have a right. i mean i didn't look like barbie growing up i still don't look like barbie but mm-hmm. i really i had a really a, active imagination a yes. re- very active imagination and and i think that's why i loved barbie is because i liked to play yes. i like to make stories and pretend and i mm-hmm. think that i think when you when you narrow the scope of barbie so much where you're like well i don't think women should aspire to be xyz it's like well barbie barbie is imagination like women your children should aspire to be something Mm -hmm. and i don't think that by letting them explore their imagination it's i mean like barbie isn't the problem in the world and i think that this movie showed part of the problem in the world is that society has all these ideas about how people should act that society has an idea what barbie is they called her a fascist society has an idea about how women should act society has an idea about how men should act like 
that's what this movie is about and so yeah i think it's i think it it's alarming to me when there are people who are like well i don't want my daughter to to aspire to be that and i'm like well i don't think that you should limit your daughter because maybe mm-hmm. you know like i just i feel like there are things that people limit in their children's lives but they have no idea what they're actually limiting so like Let's say you want your child to be a doctor. So you're like, well, you you have to be a doctor. You can't take art classes. Well, you have no idea what you're limiting in their life. They they could become a fantastic artist and they could make a living, but you're limiting that. And I think that the idea is exploration. Like, let people explore and become who they are meant to be. You know, about themselves. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I did a live earlier and I talked about that same thing where my father used to tell me, yeah, I see you in an office, you know, working, typing in a nice clean job. And my father worked factories for years. So understandably, that's what he always saw for me. That's always what I aspired to try to be. And then I realized like, this is not for me. I don't like this. And I loved everything about the work that I was doing, working with people and helping other people. But the actual work sitting there, like, I can't do Like, I need to be moving. I Mm -hmm. need to be, you know, doing something creatively. I need to be coming up with ideas. I need to be, I can't just stay in a box in a cubicle at a desk. That's great for everybody else that can. But, I couldn't and I I didn't have that choice either because I was getting sort of that cap off too and like go to college and go for this and go for that and be a lawyer and it's like yeah no that didn't work for me Mm -hmm. and I found that out at such a late age so now I tell my kids like I'm not gonna make you go to college but depending on what you want to do, you might have to. Yeah. But you yeah. better figure it out real quick because don't think you're going to party all this time and then forget completely <laughs> about any type of life or career or what you want to do. So they're, they're learning that. And I'm glad that I give them that freedom in that space because college is expensive. And yeah. to go and waste it, it's like, no. But, yeah, I yeah, it's, it's not cool for someone to take things like that away from a child especially with the play play is so important Mm -hmm. i have a cousin who her son is picking up barbies right now but in his defense and i know she's concerned about his sexuality or whatever and i'm like you know what girl honestly whatever the outcome is it's the outcome you're gonna love him we're gonna love him anyways no matter what but could it be that he is in love with barbie because he sees you you're he his father's not in his life it's her 24 7 she works she's the breadwinner she's in her masculine so she's in her survival mode all the time he sees this beautiful mom of his in her masculine you're what he looks up to right now well and and playing with dolls as a boy does not is not any indication of what future sexuality and that's what i'm trying to tell her it's like he just i feel like he just loves women he has you near and dear to his heart you take care of him in all these beautiful ways and you're walking around in her and you're masculine he has no other man type of figure right now right you're both Right. So, and I and I had to tell her about other family members down the line too that these kids are grown up and they have their own families, they have kids and they're married, but they were doing the same thing. 
they were walking around in their mom's heels and bras and makeup and everything they didn't stay there though they're just impressed by how beautiful you are and a woman can be i feel like i think so and i think i think danger comes and i don't think i'm not trying to say that a perfect parent would do this because i think a lot of parents would be like no that's not for boys or that's not for girls and i think when you start to shame shame a child for doing mm. something yes, instead of letting them too. explore oh this gosh, their curiosity yeah. and and uh, yeah I think I think mm-hmm. that, that that's really dangerous ground to get into to yeah. get into that like well these gender roles and this you know and mm-hmm. and and I also um, there was one other thing I wanted to add and that I think that women especially pretty shame and I think that women who don't allow mm. children to play with Barbies are probably pretty shaming. Mm. And I think that there's... there's Wait, that's there's like I'm shaming so another woman for that. being attractive, yeah, right? Like, I I'm so glad get, you said that. Yeah, like, I, I think that oh there's always a prettier woman. There's always a prettier person. Maybe not even mm. one. Well, there's just always uh, somebody prettier than somebody else. And I think if you feel bad about yourself and you feel you know then it's really easy to be like you shouldn't aspire to be beautiful when really you know everyone there are very very few actually ugly people in the world you know what i mean well, and like being someone else being attractive does not diminish their well, looks well that's what i mean yeah. and i think i think yeah. it's it's like it's people who are like well i don't want i don't want barbie to be this this icon for people is like why because she's pretty is that the problem is being pretty a problem Right. Being skinny isn't a problem. Being fat isn't a problem. I'm just, I just, I think that there is, especially among women, I mm-hmm. think that <laughs> I had a friend say to me once that we were talking about somebody else that we worked with. And I was, and I said, like, I was talking about how I was helping this, this other woman with something and it was fine. It was going well. And my friend was like, I don't think she's very nice to people who are prettier than she is. Whether or not this woman was actually unkind to women who are prettier, quote unquote, prettier than her or not, I don't know. But my friend who said that definitely had a problem with pretty women versus unpretty women. And I think that that's Sorry. an issue that we all we all go through. I'm not saying I'm innocent. You know what I mean? Like I I struggle. I struggle with that. Um, and I, I didn't know that that was the struggle. I didn't realize that that was what was going on. Because I, I, I've always been so humble. Like I say it all the time. I'm still the fat kid that I was on the inside, and I hold that girl near and dear to my heart. That girl had a beautiful set of survival skills. She was strong. She dealt with a lot of stuff. So she's still inside there. I don't ever um, tear myself up for being who I was and the way I got talked about, made fun of, especially in. In our culture, like it was hard. I don't know if it was the culture, the family, or what, or, but at the time I went through so much. Now I realize that when I show up to a place, and this is how I know I'm not just like, oh, I look nice or I'm pretty, so that's why I'm being treated like this. No, it, it's been proven that when I show up looking a hot mess, and I know I'm a hot mess, like I'm not taking care of my hair's a mess, no makeup, I look crazy or whatever. People are so nice to me. And they'll be extremely nice and they'll talk to me good and everything. And then when I show up like dressed up, 
I get like this, like yep, mm, yeah, hi. exactly. Mm, okay, Interesting. I yeah. get girlfriends, guys walking around with their girlfriends, and the girlfriends are looking at me like whatever, and then they're looking at their man like, and just these really crazy looks, and I'm like, don't know, you know, and not. You're like, I'm not gonna steal I'm your not, man. I don't, I don't even know like, him. I'm not even <laughs> thinking about that. Like, girl, I would not, I can't. I'm not that person. So. It's just really off-putting, and it's really sad because I can look at another pr- at a pretty whim- woman and say, like, you're gorgeous. As long as you're not trying to come for me and come for my spot, then you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, kudos. Like, you look good. Like, I, I don't have a problem telling a girl her outfit is nice, her purse, her earrings. She looks beautiful. She looks fabulous. I don't have an issue doing that. And I think that that has come from that play that I had with Barbie. Like, that's something that I admire. Like, you're taking good care of yourself. And also, I know how hard it is to take that kind of care of yourself. That it does not come easy. It takes time in the bathroom. You got to get your hair right. You got to use the right products. You might have to spend some money. It's not cheap. So it's nice when somebody notices that you're doing that for yourself. But like you said, a lot of times it's just another woman who's insecure who might be going through something, who has her own issues. I know it's not personal, but if you're if you have that towards another woman, definitely you gotta check your heart. I check myself yeah, all the time. I when I yeah, when totally. I'm in that insecure mode. Cause I have been in relationships where um, you know, like you said, there's always somebody prettier than you. And I have been in relationships where I had to kind of deal with men doing things with other you know and then oh no she didn't mean anything or whatever but me just looking at her looks it was like ouch like you know even though he's telling me like it was nothing she doesn't whatever but still I had that in my mind so I had to learn to check myself and be like I have to be the best me that I know how to be because she's not the problem Mm -hmm. the problem was the fact that he did it and he went for that he doesn't care about her. That's between that. You know, it was just like I had to really get deep with that. And I think it's so important that you said that because it has kept me from a lot. And that's why I love the job to where I'm at now. Because in other jobs, too, a lot of times that's where things like that would go down. The job where I'm at now is like they encourage that. Like, no, show up with your super duper best. They don't care if it's rhinestones. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're like, (laughs) come on, come ready. Trying all these like really fancy, like glittery rhinestone outfits and and, like dance around. It's great. It's fun. And I'm just like (laughs) clapping for them. Like, it's just so amazing. Um, I wanted to say, mm-hmm. so uh, I think that this is really uh, important and relevant to what we were talking about. But in the real world, Barbie looks at that older woman and she says, you're so beautiful. beautiful. And the woman goes, yes. I know it. And I was like, she did. Okay. Yes. And that woman, <laughs> that that was woman beautiful. is, I think she's, I th- She's definitely a costume designer in Hollywood. I think she was one of oh, really? Oscar before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, really? Was, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just I love that part. Like just I, I just love Margot Robbie mm-hmm. so much. I actually I have a question for you guys as to what or what do you think, um, what do you think about this or what are your thoughts? So, could stereotypical Barbie turn into weird Barbie if she got the wrong child to play with her? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then who would be stereotypical Barbie? Well, there's so many other stereotypical Barbies, you know, I I think the stereotype lives in people's minds. I think I think 
as Barbie, as human being, it can always go either way. I guess I'm like wondering, like, so would there be like two weird Barbies, or is there like alternate dimensions for each like Barbie? You know what I mean? It like, could be alternate dimensions, or it could just be a weird Barbie, but in their own type of weird. If that makes sense, yeah, it might be yeah, a different weird. I guess. I really liked when she's like, my feet are flat. And the one girl's like, flat feet. Ah! <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like, I, I think if she hadn't healed the, the rift that was happening, she would have just become that weird. Like, yeah. flat yeah. foot Barbie. Flat yeah. foot Barbie, yeah. I really liked, something else I really liked about the production de- design that you just reminded me of was that in the beginning, when they're showing, like, the montage of all the Barbies, how Margot Robbie was dressed up as multiple different Barbies with different color hair because Barbie has the same face right a lot most of the time and I thought that was really cool and I thought it was cool that they had Dua Lipa play all three of the mermaids and mm. it, like that's how it is you know like the mermaids all have the same face but different color hair yeah. like there's the blue they purple do. and pink one and then and I just I thought that was really cool. I thought that was so creative, and it must have taken a really long time to do all of those. Oh yeah, shots. yeah, so. yeah. It was. I mean, I this movie was just so much fun. Um, and let's see, what was up with Ken though, not being able to get in the water or like he well, got his hurt. Plastic. Like, <laughs> well, well, no, I mean everybody else was chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting in the water and being I think able it's to. Because and Ken, like the whole ambulance came out and I'm like, Ken, what is going on? It's and then the other Ken's are like laughing at him. I'm like, He's just beach. His job is just beach. He doesn't have any real skills. Uh, He's just beach. He's just beach. I am not a lifeguard, which is a common misconception. I'm just beach. Yes. Ah, yes. I know. I love when he tried to go get a job as a lifeguard. I love when he was trying to go get all those jobs. He's like, I want to be a doctor. And they're like, no. And he's like, but I want to. I'm a man. "Mm, Can I talk to a doctor? I'm a doctor. I need a man. A male doctor. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, I love the whole like. No, it's just beach thing. I, I, the whole like the whole ambulance. I just there was just so many things. Like as I was watching it, I was just like, they really, really went all out with this film, and yeah. like in the best possible it. way. It you talk, know, like it talked so much. It talked so much. Life. <laughs> I also thought the part where, um, so Margot. Robbie's Barbie, stereotypical Barbie, is talking about how ugly she is. Oh, yeah. And Helen Murren says to, uh, she says to filmmakers, casting Margot Robbie in this role is maybe not your best argument. <laughs> yeah. like that. I, I thought was that like, was really funny. She's like, I'm not pretty anymore. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I love when he is throwing the clothes out and he's like saying the actual name, you know, like, Pajama Jam in Arizona or whatever it is, and it's like clothing <laughs> that oh, yeah. actually. Yeah, and I like it. Then they show like almost yeah. like a catalog yeah. of like these different outfits. That was clever too. Um, and the I am Kenuff sweater. My son wants that sweater. I am Kenuff. I am Kenuff. I love that. My son's like, I need that hoodie, mom. I love it. I need that hoodie. I love it. Um, so I have to tell you guys. So um, <laughs> my mom loves Indigo Girls. I've seen them probably about 10 times in in concert i've seen them a lot they're really fun it's really chill it's like super relaxing i love going to see them i'm not a crowds person so that's saying something um but every time 
like a party starts happening with her friends, she always brings out closer to fine and Galileo. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've heard the song at least at least 20 times if not several more <laughs> but that, that was it was pretty fun that they included yeah, that song. well i think that's something that swerved me in the movie that i really liked and that is something that ben shapiro who i don't want to give him a ton of time but i really got angry at his video for multiple reasons uh, number one i don't think he has any business reviewing movies mm. number two he has no business talking about women i have no idea like i I'm saw a post up. i saw a post where he was like like berating the Barbie movie, so we looked him up. I don't know exactly who he is, but he talked about, he was like, who's this movie geared towards? Is it geared towards children, or is it geared towards adults? And I'm like, well, you're an yeah. idiot, because it's clearly... A it's not clearly. It's geared towards girls and women, but I think the point, the swerve, is that when you're watching the movie, and she realizes that something is wrong in the real world, and she's sort of like meditating on what is going on you see this little girl growing up mm-hmm. and you think oh the little girl who played with her is growing up that's not it that's mm-hmm. part of it what it is is it's women our age it, this movie the main the problem is women our age who are in their midlife and maybe they're not living out their dreams maybe mm-hmm. things didn't turn out the way that they wanted to maybe they have a child like this america ferrera did whose daughter like doesn't want anything to do with her and so gloria she's sort of gloria mm-hmm. and she's reverting back to this like innocent time of her daughter's youth but also an innocent time of her own youth like with the barbie and and you come to terms with the fact that you're not going to live forever you know and and yeah. closer to fine is a song that came out in like the 80s you know so yeah the song that barbie is singing is not a song that like a 13-year-old today no. would... But you know what I mean? So mm. I really think, like, this movie is for girls of not all ages, but, you know, like, I would say maybe, like, eight years old and up would probably glean something from it. And 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 I really got angry that he was like, oh, this shouldn't be for children. And I'm like, you missed it. I, you missed it on multiple mm. levels, but you really missed it. It's like, it's for us. Not him, but it's for people our age. Like, you know, like, life isn't like, uh, always kind. Life doesn't always... You, things don't always end up how you dream that they'll end up. And even when it looks like you have things going well, there are still things in everybody's life that's just not going well. You know, we're all weird Barbie as well. And yeah, so for sure. I, yeah. I think I really liked that. I really liked that it, it wasn't about a 15-year-old who was growing up. It was about... A forty-year-old who yeah. realized that, like, oh, you know, th- this is life. This is my life, and yeah. and and also stereotypical Barbie is Barbie and Ken. So the fact that she was like, I don't really want to be Barbie and Ken. Mm. You know, like she wants to forge out on her own and yeah. and, and mm-hmm. find herself and find things. And and I and I really I thought that was really interesting. And I didn't think. I I just I feel like the movie was showing that there are oh, many paths and you yes. don't have to do the stereotypical thing. Yes, and um, even like oh, as sorry, kids, wait, real quick, oh. Ben Shapiro is a, a columnist, columnist, columnist. Is that how you pronounce that? And writer. So that's. I guess he has a podcast, so we all care about what he thinks. Um, um, can't make it. Anyway, <laughs> so. Um, 
and again too like with barbie wanting to come out of that what she was made for or what she was thought she had to be was with ken she was never interested in ken throughout the whole movie no like, definitely i felt not. that vibe yeah. she's like oh yeah. i'm with the girls tonight well it's he's my trying house. to kiss her like, that he was, one scene and yeah. she's like mm. but she was conditioned right she had to be with ken she had to and i yeah. think that that was opening up to that can of worms too with people and girls knowing like well someone inspired or wanted you to be something but now you want to break away you know what i mean and i i feel like that was opening for a lot of women like you said our age that have felt like am i even happy right now in this situation like everyone told me that i was supposed to have this job everyone told me that i was supposed to marry this person everyone told me that i was supposed to have this house this way but do I really want it like this? Mm-hmm. Like, is this where I really wanted to be? So I feel like even Barbie, in that sense, like you said, with us or whatever generation to come, it was just letting people know, like, you know what? You might have a change of heart with certain things. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really interesting how the whole movie, you know, you, you always thought Barbie and Ken were the perfect couple. And then it was so in love and they were so happy. And she's just like, um, I got to go. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I got to go. I love that. I love the, the, the part where he's like, hey, I was thinking about spending the night tonight. She's like, why? And he's like, oh, why? I don't know, just like, you know, and, and she's like, yeah. what will we do? And he's like, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah, and they establish, like, when they go to the real world, she's like, he doesn't have a penis. I don't have a vagina. We don't have genitals. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) I really, I have to say, you know, we're going to talk about that. Um, You know, I have to say that I thought the whole gynecologist thing was hilarious. I was like, that is so clever. Me too. Because I thought she was going to, like, Mattel for, like, her first day of work. But then when she's like, I'm at the gynecologist, I was like, Like, she chose to be a real woman with real problems. She's a real woman, but also, it's like. No more stereotypes. It feels like a nod to all those movies where, like, women become real or men become real. And you're like, Mm -hmm. how do do you explain, like, humanness to them? Right, (laughs) right. You know, where yeah. they're like, like in the movie Tron, the second in Tron Legacy, uh, Olivia Wilde's character is like a computer. Oh, yeah, thing, yeah, But then yeah, she becomes right, yeah. human. And at the theater, when I worked at the theater, we're all like, how do you explain like going to the bathroom to somebody <laughs> who was a, a computer program? You know? Yeah, so yeah. I thought that that like gynecologist thing at the end was like a multi-level joke. Like she's a real woman, but also she's also no, a doll was, who now has to deal with the fact that she's a real woman. Yeah, was, she has real life perfect. problems now and yeah. issues. And it was we're perfect. Shine on those. I thought it was so funny. I'm. <laughs> I heard people say that that was weird, but I thought that that was really clever. Me too. I, I, I loved agree. it. I thought I it liked was it a lot. A perfect. Because they're, they're drawing pictures right of cellulite barbie of all these other barbies and i don't know why the cellulite one keeps on popping out to me but now it's like okay now she's a real woman yeah that's uncomfortable for all of us right <laughs> now i'm sitting there all awkward twiddling my thumbs like okay we don't know you know now she has to join the real world yeah <laughs> yeah it's not all roses and i pain. i was wondering as i was watching that that movie i was like what i want to be human and i have to say i don't know if i would yeah <laughs> you know i've been human for 36 years and barbie world sounds kind of great i know yeah, yeah <laughs> does sound pretty women great. in power you're like hanging out with your friends oh and i okay i was like when i was watching the movie 
and there was the whole like the dance parts where they the um what is it what's it called in unison the unison dance parts i was like i bet sam loved this i love <laughs> it yeah. i love it i, love I was a good loving dance it scene. it was like yeah. I, I mean i love the whole like when it's all the girls or whatever and they're all dancing and stuff like that like yeah. I just the, the whole yeah. thing where she's like she's like we're gonna do this every day for the rest of our lives and then she's like do you guys ever think about death and they're all like <laughs> what yeah Pause. record skip yeah you just she's killed like, the vibe barbie and she's like, what are you talking kidding. about i'm dying to dance yeah <laughs> i'm trying to dance yeah. yeah i love musicals when they start dancing and singing i love it and you my do. 17 year old is like no i, I can't stand it. musicals but with this one he was like Mom, I didn't even care that there was a musical. It I didn't even I care it was a musical. Consider it really well, a musical. He, to I him, don't know. He, like, it was cannot even stand, not even one song. Yeah. Like if it's not in the background, a soundtrack in the background, like he's just like, oh, <laughs> turn it off. He is completely shut off. This he actually sat there. Well, yeah. it's like the, the, the "I'm Just Ken" song, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Oh, I did want to say something that I think is just, like, really novel, is that this movie really reminded me of Elf. Mm. And Will Ferrell is in it, which is funny. And it reminded me of the Lego movie, and Will Ferrell was in the Lego movie, so, like... When she's yes. when she has to go to oh, the real right. world, he was he was human in yeah. Lego Movie. Yeah, when okay. she has to go yes. to the real world, and she's like taking like the she's like the astronaut. She's on the boat. She's on the plane. Uh, that's like Elf when he's like, I went through a swirl yes. twirly gumdrops, <laughs> and then I went through the Lincoln Tunnel, and then yes. in the Lego Movie with like the toys becoming real and. And I thought that that was really funny, and I feel like that has to be intentional. That can't be accidental that Will Ferrell was in this movie. Like, that he is was a really good connection, because I love yeah. Elf. Oh, me that's too. a really I good connection. I love Elf. Elf is hilarious. I watch yeah. Elf yes. every, every Christmas. I watch uh, Elf. And Lego <laughs> Movie, Elf. too. And yeah. his voice, he voiced... Um, somebody in the lego movie it was one of the yeah the, the president the, or, yes yeah. mm-hmm. and they yeah. had the craigle and all that yeah. that big old thing yeah so yeah it mm-hmm. was really good and i have my own issues with the lego movie that i've talked about multiple times really? I used to get, um, yeah i used to get barbie calendars when i was growing up and those images of her in like the boat and the airplane oh, and the spaceship yeah. were just yeah. like barbie oh, calendars I love that. that I that's so great that's yeah. so great sorry uh, i don't know um, I had an issue. So the the two main characters are Emmett and Wildstyle yes. is the girl. Yes. Why was Emmett the master builder when Wildstyle had been building so much longer than she than he had? She should That's have been the true. master builder. Yeah, that That's was annoying. true. But you know what? Um, I know it. It did. It it seemed like that. But I've been in situations where I've been looked at like, why is it you? So I kind of I kind of connected with it and I mean it, you guys have ever heard of the black sheep or the least likely yeah. person or sometimes that person is chosen sometimes that person is meant to be whatever and then the, the person like you mm-hmm. said that has cuz she was wildstyle was kind of ticked too and I understand her part too because there's a lot of things that I've done in my life where I had to watch somebody else celebrate the fruits of it and it was like um what I've been doing this for so long so well, <laughs> I think we all have those moments but I think I've there's more to it to than like that take it. for me though that's the mm. thing I think it's more like I've just seen this over and over and over again in media where it's like some just mediocre dude comes in and is like I'm the savior and I'm like 
this other person, this other woman, this other, um, let's say, I mean, like, person of color, because it's usually, like, a white guy, like, a mediocre white dude. Oh, I'm like, they can't race. come in, yeah. and they can't be the whatever, you know, like, it has mm-hmm. to be this, like, dude who's like, I have a dog and live in a, like, point two five whatever house and like i'm just like emmett wasn't that great exactly he wasn't that great but wild style was awesome and she should have been the master builder and so i have a lot of issues about that and (laughs) yes and i've said my piece yeah that's good (laughs) but yeah i kind of see it i kind of see both ways i kind of see it both ways yeah i really like um, to, to take it back, we do go off on tangents. I really liked when they were like provoking the Kens, and the one woman goes, "Is this Godfather?" And he goes, "It's Godfather." Let me spend. <laughs> let's turn it over, and I'll spend the whole movie telling you about it. I know he's like, "I'm going to talk over the entire <laughs> yeah. film." Um, I love too that there was representation of women that weren't just like one size. Like I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Like yeah. you said about Barbie, like mm-hmm. Barbie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It yeah. was really nice to see that. Like, and I feel like that doesn't happen as often. And so having that representation of a larger woman, I was like, "Fuck." Yep. Fuck yeah, yeah! Hell yeah! You and know? there's there's Barbies out there like that. Yeah, and there's, there's awesome. lots of Barbies yeah. out there like that. But see, and it's the same thing there. Just like and like going back to the Emmett and the Wild South thing. Like, why wasn't it Big Chunky Barbie? Why wasn't it any of the other Barbies? Yeah, when they had to live in a society where they're having to push through and probably do a little bit more than everybody else. You know, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I think in this case. I think stereotypical Barbie makes sense just because she's like, she was the first one. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? She was the original. Mm -hmm. So, oh my God, did you guys hear that? My stomach is growing so loud. She's starving. Oh, girl, you Well, I had, I had like, um, I I had like no food, so I made like a soup of tomato. What? (laughs) No, keep telling us what you had. This is really compelling <laughs> um, I made soup it was like a bean soup and oh, I guess beans. it wasn't enough beans, beans? it beans was beans wow. yes I know it <laughs> should last you teasing, as far as protein she does the teasing thing where she's like oh okay that's a good protein <laughs> yeah. that should be lasting yeah but uh, that was at like I don't know I want to I'm talk about the way. box I thought the box was very evocative yeah well yeah. I really number one mm, on, a, on a just like that a, was deep just a like a superficial level i loved when they were like they had the big twisties like i remember (laughs) taking barbies out of the boxes with the big twisties but on the deeper level i thought that was it was it was really good when they were it was like scary back in the box and everything will go back to normal and then you start yeah yeah well like the idea is that they're gonna like reprogram her you know yeah yeah like so I mean, I think that is that's similar to other like or science fiction movies or shows or whatever when they have like robots or androids or something that kind of become self-aware and they're like, well, we have to like reprogram you. And it's like terrifying. Um, Or like, uh, what's that? Equilibrium with mm -hmm. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, where they had the... uh, The The, the pill that they had to take. Yeah, that was kind of the giver did that too. Equilibrium, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about And then he had to kill Sean Bean. Oh, okay, with Bradley Cooper. You're thinking of what? Limitless. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, no. Yeah, no, and Equilibrium, equilibrium, um, it's like a futuristic society and you take these pills that pretty much dull your senses 
And then mm. Christian Bale plays like one of the law keepers, but he meets a woman, Emily Mortimer. Is that who it is? I, uh, no, Samantha, I think it was Samantha Morton. Samantha yeah. Morton. I get those two mixed up. And really? uh, <laughs> Samantha Morton, who he meets, and and she kind of like ignites this fire in him, mm. and and he revolts, and it's yeah, she like mm. collects art, I think, or something like that, like paintings, and they and like do this thing where they like I touch, seen a long they time. just like touch fingers on a table, and it's like very hot. <laughs> <laughs> Super sexy. <laughs> no, it's, um, just, it's cool. My I, told me, I actually own the movie. Yeah, my um, friend told me that if I if I think it's sexy when men wield two guns, then I'll really like a <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'll check it out. I mean, John Wick, like the yeah. entire movie, you're like, yes, I, uh huh, yeah. absolutely. Have you ever seen John Wick? Yes. Yeah, the, yeah they're, 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 I haven't seen the newest one, but yeah, I haven't John either. I actually Keanu's just recently little. watched, I think, the first two. Um, but I, I was like, ah, this, this movie is so clever. Yeah. Um, I actually don't. Oh, I knew about the boob growing skipper. I knew that existed. I'd never seen one in person, but I knew that there <laughs> really? was that there was a skipper whose boobs grow. Yeah. Or the like one pulled on her arm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then her boobs I grow. Didn't know about I knew that. that I, I, but it made I sense because she was young, and then yeah, okay. Skipper was like so the she's thirteen year old. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, yeah, it made sense. So Alan, I was I I don't remember <laughs> Alan. Like I thought that that was kind of funny. They're like, Alan is just Alan. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Michael Sarah's so good. I love his face. He's just so awkward. <laughs> he's so awkward. He's so he's so good at being awkward. He's like, oh my god. I knew Alan. I knew that Midge had a husband. I didn't know Alan was Midge's oh, husband. Oh, okay. Yeah, Midge, okay. Midge and oh, Alan were like, so I never, I, I don't think Midge Alan is was like a big e- deal when I was a kid. I think Alan was long gone by that point. Was he? Yeah. Uh, Midge is like perpetually pregnant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bummed me out. That's um, so weird. It's such a weird. <laughs> I know. I thought that was funny though that yeah. they like showed her, and then they're like, "No, we have to." Um, yeah, I, I. This movie was just so funny. I and have to tell and, another story about Barbie. So I okay. really liked how weird Barbie had like markers, and her hair was all cut. And I never, I never desecrated my Barbies by like writing or cutting their hair. No, that's not true. I I did cut my Barbie's hair, but it was it was a decent cut. It was just a little bit like a trim. I didn't like make her shaved, but I did draw um uh in the movie Waterworld, the little girl. <laughs> I drew that tattoo on the back of one of my Stacy dolls you and made I her a tattoo. And, and she was she was like this and so all my Barbie games for oh, a little man. while after seeing the movie Waterworld, she was like the chosen one. Yes. The chosen one. Is, she still exists somewhere in my parents' basement. Uh, you know, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> oh, did I already tell you yeah, that? No, I, I, well, I remember you telling me that because I was like, I, I'm like, I'm watching Waterworld. Have you ever seen it? And you were like, oh, yeah. And then you told me <laughs> yeah. that. And I was like, I love it. I love I it. I also like, after I saw the movie Hackers, I like dug through my Barbie stuff and took like little cash register and like tape them together to make like a computer and then my Barbie was like a hacker. I was like, Barbie's in everything, okay? <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She could be anybody. Uh, yeah. I, um, you, you should know that I have a, a huge crush on Kevin Costner, so... <laughs> Oh, oh Waterworld! I was like, where did that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even when he drinks his own piss. Oh, no, thank you. Um, it's more of a Gross. Mr. Brooks kind of thing, but whatever. Um, anyway, I thought that the whole um, 
what so will farrell's the ceo which he doesn't even have a name it's just ceo and there's like this scene where they're chasing after her and he's like i'm gonna go over the cubicle <laughs> and i was like He's like, this is fast. This will work. This is fast. This is, I will work this way. And, but like three men had to like help him get up there. And also these cubicles had like no doors. Well, cubicles don't have doors. No. No, they did. They were like just boxes. Oh, I see. Yeah, they didn't have like they didn't have an entrance. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, that was its own message. I mean, I think it was super depressing when you're working in in those spaces. Sometimes it's like you're in a box and you just kind of got to stick to yourself. Well, like in the lighting and just like everything about it was like so. Yeah, sterile is actually the word I was going to use. Just so like depressing and stuff. I really liked the scene with Ruth. Uh, scenes. Yeah, me too. I thought that mm-hmm. that I, when she's like, because it, it's kind of a throwaway line, but the CEO later says, um, "Oh, Ruth, yeah, she her ghost has an office on the whatever." I like floor. that. No, I like <laughs> I that, that it explained funny. it because you're like, because yeah, that scene is sort of like an anomaly. Yeah, and it's not bad. It's just what is this? And I like how later in the movie they're like, "Oh, her ghost keeps an office." <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. I was like, mm-hmm. I think that's funny. And you know, um, I did know actually that Barbie was named after her daughter, like the real story. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was that was cool that they included that. Um, but I have to say, I was like, I was looking at Rio Perlman's hair, and I was like, she looks awesome with that white curly hair. Like, I was loving it. I was like, this is working for her. She mm-hmm. looks good too. She's got to be in her what, like late seventies yeah, or something. I think she so. does yeah. look really good. She looks really great. I was right. like, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> her congratulations. daughter is adorable. By the way, she looks a lot like her dad. It's pretty cute. I think this movie is a very is it was a needed film for for women. You know, I think this was a film that was made for women. It was created by women and it was and that's the intention. And men of course can certainly enjoy it, but they have to remember that like again, this isn't like some Rambo shit. Not that I don't enjoy Sylvester Stallone films. I'm actually a huge fan. And uh, Expendables 4 is coming on. I'm really excited. <laughs> I own the first. I own all of them. <laughs> they're like they're just like garbage trash movies, and I love them. There's like no plot. It's just like blowing people up, um, and like every action star ever. Uh, but um, I think that you know men can certainly enjoy this. But this is a this is a movie that is meant for women. You know, it is meant to speak to women and. I think the, I think like Mike enjoyed it both. and Mike yeah. enjoyed it and it was written by Greta Gerwig and Noah, yeah. Noah Baumbach so it's oh, okay. you know Wait, so who was that that's um he did like uh the squid and the whale and marriage story and oh, I haven't seen either the one, of those Greenberg I think my boys but, really enjoyed it um I think it and I went with someone as well and he really liked it and he said it himself like I didn't expect that like that was really good and when I looked at his face when Ken was when Ken got to the real world and he's seeing all these things all around him and it sparked something inside of him I seen his face doing the same thing that Ken's was doing 
And I was like, oh, wow, he is having a moment. And I appreciated that big time yeah. because I I thought it was going to be like, oh, here I am dragging him to come and see Barbie and da-da-da-da-da, you know? And when I seen him feel what Ken was going through, it kind of helped me understand him a little bit more, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I like... And it was... That was deep. Yeah. yeah. And I like how Barbie, in, at the same time, is going through this, like, intense, like, I feel very exposed and yes. in danger right now and ken's like i feel good I feel <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and here uh, we are in the real yeah. world that yeah. sometimes it, it's it, that difficulty in having to be a woman in today's society where you, people don't always respect you mm-hmm. and it was really like we we're talking to about like the whole pretty thing i think she came in and she was happy and she was pretty and people everybody was just looking at her yeah the men were being disrespectful and uh, so like, they ended up in jail yeah. for it yeah. and she's that, like why am i in here i know i was they like so many times of course who wouldn't who wouldn't feel you know unsafe like yeah. of course she you know and it, it that was that was really deep for me i think yeah. that the her being arrested for defending herself for someone mm-hmm. slapping her ass mm-hmm. was really indicative of like victim blaming culture and then exactly because yeah. what do they say a lot of times when like, you know oh, there's a rape a victim it's like oh. well what was she wearing yep. what was she what, wearing why does that she was matter a like she was were no. you drunk like yeah. okay mm-hmm. so i can't live my life because mm-hmm. someone might assault me yeah. like someone how wants about to be you disrespectful don't yeah. assault people yeah. Yeah, idea. Um, I do think that it is like it is a movie for women, but I think that men men should watch it, and I agree. You know, men can enjoy it because I know there are men who enjoy it. But yeah, I think if you're offended by it, then it's if you're offended for by women showing autonomy, then that is that's 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 not a movie issue. That's a you issue. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, I do have to say one other thing. Uh, there's this, there's a scene where she first comes into the real world and she's like, I feel this constant sense of like, she says something and basically implying that she's feeling anxious. Then this like mom comes up and she's like, it's called anxiety and I'm always feeling it. And I was like, oh my God, this is my life right now. (laughs) Um, That's exactly why I'm like, would I want to live in the real world when I can feel stuff like that or live in Barbie land where every day is fun and perfect and wonderful and I get to go to beach and hang out with my cute boyfriend? Like, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) know? Yeah. It does sound appealing. I know. It does. I get to dance, like wear cute clothes. I mean, I don't know. I don't see a downside to it. I don't have any anxiety. I'm just saying, like. Mm-hmm. But until that day comes, I think Weird Barbie was really helpful mm-hmm. in. And I, I kind of was bothered that they called her Weird Barbie, but it makes sense just because of how everything was laid out. And like you said, just Barbie having to always have been the main character, aside from all the other Barbies that are out there. And the names and the different things that they pick for them, the discontinued ones and all of that stuff. And Weird Barbie actually had the right, frame of mind yeah yeah like she yeah. was the one that told her like she was like out. whoa go in yeah. go deeper and then she wanted the heel and she's like well no i know i gave you the choice but no take <laughs> take the flipper at the end she's wearing you know? birkenstock yeah, yeah. yeah. she's wearing yeah. pink oh, birkenstock wow, yeah. 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 Nice. 
nice. So the whole time, like, see, like, weird Barbie was on to something. She was, like, here yeah. she's getting called this weird. Right. You know, when really she was the woke one, I feel like. And she, I feel like Barbie, she made Barbie meditate. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times that will kill your anxiety. Like, she was telling people the that. things that, the things that will help anxiety. So she was telling her, like, meditate on it. Think about it choose this i know you don't like this but go figure that out yeah I you know, know I and love go that. I love that get scene. to the bottom of it and then she felt better yeah. I, just, I love that she's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna give you a choice but you have yeah. to choose this one yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, love, I love kate mckinnon mm, me too. i love her this is what we always ask at the end would you recommend this movie oh my gosh yes i have been recommending it since i walked out of the theater <laughs> me yes. too Oh, I forgot to say, so I didn't tell you this, but I did tell Sam this. So I, um, this is not the first time this has happened to me either. (laughs) (laughs) So I went into the theater and I sat down and I was like, wow, this trailer's like really weird and like really long. And I was like, (laughs) what is going on? I'm like, why is this like, why would they show a trailer that's like almost like the middle of the movie? And I'm like. I think I'm in the wrong theater. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, wow. There's like a worker standing outside, and I was like, I went to the wrong theater. I gotta go to the other one. <laughs> and he's oh like, it's cool. And Where I'm like, were you in? What movie was it? It was Gran Turismo. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I was like, why would they show a trailer that's just the middle of the movie? Like, it was so. I like the uh, idea of you just being like, Chilling. Whist- whistling yeah. with your That's eyes closed as you walk through the, the hallways. Like, well, like nothing matters. Oh, I'm just gonna walk in the first door I see. <laughs> no, see, the thing was, it was in theater 13, but my seat was 11, and so I went in the ah, theater 11. Yeah, and that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, well, I ended up going to the front. I didn't pick a, a seat in the front, but I was like, you know what? No one's sitting up there, so I'm gonna go in the front because mm. it was like the first two. Like I like the second uh, row, but. But, um, I mean, that happened before with Creed, one yeah. of the Creeds. <laughs> I, like, walked in, and it was a Willem Dafoe movie, and I'm, like, watching this movie, and I was like, this is such a weird trailer. <laughs> and I'm like, I watched probably ten minutes of it, because I was ten like, what minutes? is that? That is oh, a yeah, long I watched, trailer. I watched, a while of it. <laughs> I watched, like, ten minutes of it, and I mean, I figured out pretty quickly it wasn't a trailer. But I was like, what is this? And I was, like, fascinated, and I was like, nope. I have to go. I have to go watch the movie I paid for. <laughs> so, so Sam, would you recommend the movie? Yes, I would. I really liked it. I, I'd recommend it for sure. It's it's awesome. Go see it. Enjoy yeah. it, especially if you love Barbie. Uh, and uh, it's a, a nostalgic ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Yeah. 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 How about you? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Oh, it's a kitty. He's joining us. Would you recommend the Barbie movie? That was his way of saying yes. He says yes. He hopped up quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says yes. Me too. Everyone should go see the Barbie movie. <laughs> was there a cat in there? What? Well, there was a dog. There was, there was a dog. The dog that pooped. Oh, I thought yeah. there was oh, a, yeah, yeah, a pet yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked it. There were some shots where his dog. face was just like in the shot for no reason. It really made me laugh. <laughs> I knew that dog exists as well. I didn't have that dog, but I knew someone who did. Yeah, it's, so, it's pretty. Yeah. It's, they, the poop, it was the very clever. Pellets. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, excuse the dog poop. And like, <laughs> Thanks Margaret for being on. Thank you for being on. It was so fun. Yeah, it was deep. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Now, now you guys got me thinking about all kinds of movies that yeah. like, I can see. 
You like that I was here too. <laughs> he jumped up on her lap. He's welcoming you to the pod, the podcast. Oh the podcast. <laughs> If you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.